Welcome to Solid Steps Radio. This is Chad Russell, co-host here with Kurt Souter of Further Stone Ministries. Good morning, Kurt. Chad, good morning, man. Good to see you. Good seeing you as well. And uh, we are here for another show, and it's exciting, and we're excited to um, to be listening. If you are uh, to be here for you to be listening, if you are listening, we thank you for listening. And uh, people have asked, you know, hey, we love the show. How can we get the word out? The best way you can do that is to spread the word by liking our Facebook page, which is Solid Steps Radio and passing that along to someone. And once you hear a show or an episode or a podcast that you like, pass that along to someone else, and that would help be helpful to us, right? Absolutely. And Because yep. um, there's some really good shows from, from our, our, our guys who have come in here, yep. and they have really communicated some, some really encouraging and, I think, challenging stuff for men. So Because yeah. it's, it's a show for men by men, right? Yeah. We talk about man stuff, about it being a husband, being a father. We talk about just doing things that um, that most men don't talk about, but we need to talk about and we need to do in our life. And we know have a lot of ladies eavesdropping. They listen. That's great. <laughs> but uh, it's primarily we'd like to have something that's for men to listen to and kind of something that can kind of infuse them during the week, during their week of uh, work and coming and going and something that can encourage them. So uh, uh, speaking of encouraging, right? Uh, our guest today, I'm really excited to have a guest today to talk about what we're going to talk about. I'm a little disappointed, though. Really? Mm. Do you see any chicken and biscuits? <laughs> <laughs> I see no, no the, chicken the, and biscuits. They're, it's coming. There's a banana over there. <laughs> I got a cup of ice water here. There's no chicken and biscuits. Yeah. Which, okay, whatever. Well, I have to ask our guest who, you know, owns chick-fil-a's you know but that's where we're gonna talk, talk today we're not we're not gonna talk chicken today but we're gonna talk about well, we might talk a little we're chicken. gonna talk a little bit about it yes because it's the best chicken in the world but uh chick-fil-a well, say, it's not polite to eat while you're talking right oh well yeah that's right we can eat i was looking me. out for you i appreciate that bruce that's the voice of bruce smith and uh kurt's going to interview him here in a minute and we're going to talk today about not just Chick-fil-A and sandwiches, but there's a there's a story behind Chick-fil-A and there's a philosophy behind Chick-fil-A. Absolutely. And if you've ever, you could drive into any Chick-fil-A and it's wrapped around the corner and you know, how many times have you walked into a Chick-fil-A and you walked out and go, that was a terrible experience? Not many. Uh, that has never happened to me. Nah, you know what, I'm sure, I know things happen, right? People, people are involved. But the truth is, Chick-fil-A is incredibly popular and a lot of people love the food and all that. But again, there is a philosophy behind it. We're going to tap into a little bit more today about what the philosophy is and how that actually can apply to us. Yeah. So uh, Bruce, it's great to have you. Glad to be here. It's Thanks. Real, it really is uh, sweet. And so we, we want to just uh, pick your brain. Uh, you know, how'd you get involved with Chick-fil-A? And so first of all, but tell us a little bit about your family. Okay. Well, I'm blessed with a, a, a wonderful wife. Her name is Tana. Uh, we met in college and... Uh, coming up on 30 years in December. Seriously? Yeah. That's awesome. So we're awesome. excited about that. That is great. Yeah, we keep tossing around some ideas of how we're going to celebrate this That's uh, a big day. You need, to, you need to, yeah, seriously yeah. celebrate that. I appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, four children. Yeah, four uh, kiddos. Two, two girls. Uh, Courtney's been married. Uh, her anniversary, six years, was yesterday. And her and her husband, Chris, live in uh, California and uh, so they're living their life out there and enjoying that. Wow. Uh, Emily is married to Alex. They live in Nashville. And then uh, we have two boys, Nate and Nick, that are still in college. Um, one will be a junior and the other a sophomore. So uh, those two boys are 16 months apart, and they've just been buddies and pals the whole the whole way through, and, and they're a real blessing. That's that's pretty cool. That's yeah. special. And yeah. When your kiddos really love to hang out with each yeah, other. Yeah, so they're all in good places, and we're very thankful for that right now. 
Well, uh, so so you met your bride uh, thirty plus years ago, got married. How in the world did you get connected to Chick Fil A? So, uh, you know, coming out of college, kind of, uh, I, my my father was a businessman. In fact, he was a, a realtor as well. Interesting. Yeah. Good. Cool. And um, but he he was a salesman, and so he was combining sales and business. And so I kind of had that heart to me, and uh, naturally, and I'd I'd seen that. Uh, so coming out of college, I um, uh, didn't have a whole lot of clear direction, and I was actually uh, helping a guy clean his yard on a Saturday with some other college buddies who uh, might already graduated, but these guys were still in school. And uh, he said, hey, why don't you uh, consider Ryan's Steakhouse? And um, because that was a local restaurant uh, headquartered there in South Carolina. And I thought, well, sure, why not? And it was through that uh, experience in, their, in uh, working as a manager for Ryan's that I met a fellow manager who worked at Chick-fil-A when he was 15. And he kept telling me, Bruce, he says, you are exactly what they're looking for. And I had no idea what that meant because I'd never eaten at Chick-fil-A and I didn't know the Chick-fil-A story at all. And so it was through that uh, conversation and that relationship with uh, who at that time was my manager inside the Ryan system that <laughs> introduced me to He's recruiting you yes, to go to Chick-fil-A. Because wow. <laughs> his goal was always to get back to Chick-fil-A. Um, he knew that that was an opportunity. And so that was the seed that was planted. And it took several years for that to grow and, and come to pass in my life. But so that started um, 24 years ago um, up in Fort Wayne, Indiana. Wow. So... You're, you, this guy is kind of pushing you to think about Chick-fil-A. Right. It takes several years. Why did it take that long? Um, part of the Chick-fil-A culture is uh, we call ourselves operators. Um, that has recently turned into what uh, is more commonly known as a franchisee. Mm-hmm. And uh, part of the business model of Chick-fil-A is that the operator will uh, get plugged into a community. And so for that reason, when, when someone wants to join Chick-fil-A, part of the application process is say, hey, tell us three geographical areas where you would like to live and tell us why you'd like to be there. Because the goal is that you're going to be there long term. And uh, so that was a new market uh, for Chick-fil-A, northern Indiana, um, Ohio, Illinois. And that's kind of where uh, my wife's family was from. And so we felt like that would be a good place to put roots down. And so uh, it just took that long to get through the interview process as well as waiting for the right opportunity. So you were up there how long? How many? Five and a half years. Five and a half years. Yes. And then an yeah. opportunity. Uh, yes, the Chick-fil-A inside Mall St. Matthews. Uh, the gentleman that was uh, running that Chick-fil-A decided it was time for him to move on to different things. And so we'd heard about uh, this opportunity. And so uh, we... Uh, Tan and I, we drove to Louisville three weekends in a row just to come down and uh, went to church and got to know the community a little bit better. And we just knew that God was opening the door for us to relocate to Louisville. And that was 19 years ago. Wow. So you had no connections here at all? You didn't know any family or nobody? No. Interesting. So, you know, it was still within that geographical area of of being close to family, but... uh, uh, Louisville was just a very appealing town. Yeah. Um, it's a great place. It is a great place. So the, so the people were so friendly. That was the biggest thing that I remember is just how friendly the people in Louisville are. 
Now that now that we're here, you know, it's just common, and we kind of get used to it. But it was so distinct to me; um, it was very refreshing. And, uh, yeah. yeah, there's a, there, there's a southern hospitality thing going on yeah. here. Yeah, yeah, and you know, I've been here for almost uh, 17 years, and yes, feel very much like this is a great, awesome place to mm-hmm. live. Yeah. So okay, so you moved down here 19 years ago. You take over the the Chick Fil A in Mall St. Matthews. Right. So and, yeah, back then the freestanding concepts were not in Louisville. In fact, they were. Uh, that was something that came around in the '80s. So um, with Chick Fil A being headquartered in Atlanta, it, it kind of started there with the new concept because Chick Fil A had always been just a mall, uh, a mall business. In fact, Chick Fil A, you may not know this, is the first restaurant inside ever allowed inside of a mall. Mall developers were afraid of, of. Um, having that food and the smells inside their mall, they thought it would be a negative. It actually turned out to be a positive. But Chick-fil-A say, was the first one, Greenbrier Mall in uh, Atlanta, Georgia. Really? Yeah. So the very first Chick-fil-A ever was in a mall? That's correct. So yeah. it started in malls. There oh, yeah. was no we freestanding were, buildings. That's correct. Wow, we were a, Yeah, we were a mall business for over 20 years. I did not know that. Before the freestanding restaurants. Correct. Wow. So, wow. So anyway, freestanding units came to Louisville, um, and so we were able to acquire the, the location out um, at Springhurst and now in St. Matthews. So uh, you, you, how, how long were you in Mall St. Matthews before you began to expand um, to the store at Westport Road? Um, eight years. Eight years. Eight years. Yeah. Eight. And then, uh, and then you continued to expand, and it's uh, across from Mall St. Matthews. Is how how long ago is it? But uh, five years. Six years ago. Six years ago. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So the business model for Chick Fil A is is uh, you know they have their own real estate department, and they do all the site selection. Then they find operators to partner with in the form of a franchise agreement to actually run run uh, the business. So, Bruce, we're gonna we want to pick your heart and brain a little bit about the, the philosophy behind Chick Fil A, the values, the core values, okay. because they are very distinct yeah. um, amongst you know any other fast food restaurants. We need to take a break here in just a second, but we're gonna we're gonna really talk about that in the next segment. So we'll be back here shortly, and if you want to listen to this in its entirety and you have not been able to uh, catch the whole show, show, we're gonna have this posted on Monday on our Facebook page, and it'll also be on soundcloud.com, iTunes. You can also go to furtherstillministries.org, and you can click on that to hear past shows. So we'll take a break. We'll be back with Bruce Smith and talk more Chick-fil-A when we come back on Solid Steps Radio. Welcome back to Solid Steps Radio. This is Chad Russell. Still do not have a Chick-fil-A sandwich in my hand. (laughs) That's okay. We'll make that happen at some point. Uh, for those of you just joining us, I'm, I'm pulling the leg of our guest, Bruce Smith, who's the owner of local Chick-fil-A's here. And we're talking Chick-fil-A, but we're talking a little bit more than that. We're going to talk about philosophy and life. Of uh, We heard a little bit about the history of Chick-fil-A, which I did not know. It was a, uh, a mall restaurant. It was the first restaurant in malls in American uh, history, which I did not know that. So we're learning a lot today. So if you want to hear this show in its entirety, go to... Uh, Facebook.com, solids, uh, uh, I'm sorry, go to uh, SoundCloud. SoundCloud.com or go to iTunes and or you can also go to furtherstillministries.org and you can click on here all of our past episodes. Yeah, so Bruce, we've been talking about, you know, just your personal stuff and how you got involved with Chick-fil-A, but I am absolutely fascinated by the philosophy and the approach in the business world of, of really what makes Chick-fil-A so distinct among all the other restaurants out there. 
Talk to us about that. And and I think what I'm the story that we can go into is going to resonate really good with this audience because you can look at Chick-fil-A from the outside and you can look at the business model and you can look at the success and you can look at it strictly from a business uh, perspective. And I mean, there's a lot of success there. But those of us that are on the inside, uh, there's a consensus that it is the blessing of the Lord is really the the success behind Chick-fil-A. And so as we look into that story, we have to go back to the founder, uh, Truett Cathy, who um, had the wisdom at the forefront of Chick-fil-A to make a commitment and, and stand by biblical conviction on how he was going to build his business. Mm. So... You know, what what stands out most right now is when people think about Chick-fil-A is being closed on Sunday. And I mean, that's a huge business day. That's a huge eating out day of the week. And so if you're looking at it from a business model, you're saying, why would you close your doors on what could potentially be the busiest day of the year of the week? Um, and so that doesn't make sense to a lot of people. But that the, makes no sense. It makes no sense from a business standpoint. Yes. Okay. But if 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 you look go back in time and uh, you know when Chick Fil A got started, there were blue laws in that were strong in the South, and no restaurants were open on Sundays. So that that was not a, a conviction piece. But the day came where Truett had to make that choice, and he had to go by his convictions about the biblical principle of working six days, taking the Sabbath day off. And, and so he made that commitment. Mm. Um, and and uh, if, if, as we're talking about Chick-fil-A history and, and the story behind it of what made Chick-fil-A what it is today, there was a time in our history in the, in the early 80s where uh, the growth of Chick-fil-A took a slight dip for the first time. And so it, it, it caused the executive team within Chick-fil-A to step back and say, all right, we've enjoyed this success. Um, what are we all about anyway? And they actually had to sit down and they, they went on a retreat and they put down on paper um, after wrestling through this topic um, and, and they walked away with our corporate purpose. And I think there's a lot of organizations that have corporate purposes and they have mission statements. Mm-hmm. I think mission statements, they, they, you know, those come and go over time, but corporate purposes really don't come and go over time because that's really who we're all about. Right. So they came out of that retreat with um, the corporate purpose of Chick-fil-A is to be a faithful steward of all that God has entrusted to us and to have a positive influence on all who come in contact with Chick-fil-A. So if you think about those two statements, it has nothing to do with sales, revenue, profit, selling chicken. chicken. It has nothing to do with that. Um, and it really gets to the heart of who Truett Cathy was and who he surrounded himself mm-hmm. with. Um, and so you know, it's, it's, it's etched in stone outside of the corporate office in Atlanta. And this, is who, this is who Chick-fil-A, this is, this is who, who we Chick- are. Yes. And, and having been involved with Chick-fil-A for 24 years now, and relationships that I have at the home office, and I, I go down there for various events, um, there was a, t- a season where we would fill out an annual survey, 
And one of the questions on that survey is, how good are we at fulfilling our corporate purpose? So it's always out in front of Chick-fil-A, and it's the filter and it's the standard by which business decisions are made. And the question is, how are we doing at fulfilling our corporate purpose? And now mention those two statements again. Okay. Uh, So the first part is to be a faithful steward of all that God has entrusted to us, which is a lot. You're talking about there's a, there's a lot of resources and um, and that continues to grow every year. Yes. And then the second part is to have a positive influence on all who come in contact with Chick Fil A. You so, know, but as I'm processing this, it really I mean it it almost you could summarize it what Jesus said you know the two greatest commandments in all the Bible to love the Lord your God with you know to to honor and live for Him to love Him and honor Him and and then to love your neighbor as yourself, to right. really be an influence on those around you. You, you nailed it right there. That's, that is the insight of uh, you know, having a positive influence on all who come into contact with Chick-fil-A. Mm. So, I mean, that's the part that, okay, if you want to take the religious part out of that corporate purpose, and you just want to go with part B, which is have a positive influence on all who come in mm-hmm. contact with Chick-fil-A, um, as we think about how Chick-fil-A has grown and the influence that they have on people, um, it's, it's huge. It's unbelievable. It's, huge. it's, it's awesome. So, uh, you know, we get that trickle-down effect at the store level, but it, it, I didn't create that. I just have the ability and I have the support and the blessing of a, of a huge corporate structure in Atlanta that allows us to do that. But that's where it all got. That's where it all got started. You wake up every morning going, I, "I'm I'm not here to serve chicken. I'm here to be a good steward to to honor and and live for the glory of God." Right. You know, and I'm here to be a blessing to right. my managers, to every customer who comes in, to every vendor. Uh, we are here to be a blessing. That's correct. Yeah. So if you t- yeah, it, you know. The comments we hear at the at the store level, and, and this is who Chick Fil A is. We talk about um, things being done with excellence um, from a customer service standpoint, uh, quality of food. So you know that I think that's a lot of the um, that first part about being faithful stewards. I think that's biblical to be excellent mm-hmm. uh, at what we do. Um, but from a people standpoint, the positive influence. That you're right. That can go. That that starts with um, within our team, within each other, and it's uh, if, if it goes back to Truett, we're talking about um, that being a. Um, uh, I'm sorry. I don't know. <laughs> I'm losing it right here. <laughs> it's all right. Um, well, let's let's jump into a, a little bit of of core values. Beyond those, beyond beyond that, you know, purpose statement of who Chick Fil A and and how you guys operate and how you guys you know flesh out. Talk about some uh, con, the the uh, the core values. I, I mentioned or you mentioned to me several years ago about emotional connection and the power of that. Um, unpack that a little bit. Okay. Bruce. All right. So um, everybody loves to make a connection with other people. 
no matter what our personality is, there is a certain level of satisfaction that we as, as people derive from making a personal connection. Because we're created for relationships. Yeah, yeah. And so if we can take that and we can marry that with a need, and so our restaurants are full every day, they're filled up with people who have the need for food, and if we can marry that with an emotional connection, um, whether that emotional connection only lasts for 30 seconds or whether that lasts for 60 seconds or sometimes that can carry on for several minutes. But that emotional connection in our restaurant, we're taking two needs and marrying them together. And um, that is one of the recipes for success is showing honor, dignity and respect to every guest that walks into our restaurant. And you know we can we can wrap all that up under the the umbrella of hospitality, and that's really become a large focus of Chick Fil A. That's um, I, to, to me that is I don't know mind boggling in in one sense. I mean you're taking the biblical principle to love your neighbor as yourself to you know the Bible says to honor those around you to respect those around you to to love one another and you're going we're going to incorporate that into a restaurant a fast food restaurant a fast food is restaurant. That, that that is kind of mind-blowing is it not yeah you i mean best basically what you're saying is we're really not in the chicken sales business we right. are in the people business to love and honor god and to love and honor people and we just happen to sell chicken right you know the chicken is just the vehicle that allows us to do the other things so we have to do the chicken part really good in order to allow us to do what we really want to do and the things that are truly meaningful and truly impactful and add purpose uh, to going to work every day wow we got to take a break we're, we're going to take a break and uh, come back and talk more about the philosophy of and the history of chick-fil-a with bruce smith and we want to thank our sponsors ellen and credit union and carol rogers carpet one for sponsoring our show we'd love for you to uh, use those folks and mention that you heard it on solid steps radio so we're going to take a break and we'll be back with another segment with bruce smith talking chick-fil-a on solid steps radio 